welcome everyone to Dot Eco Secrets, the podcast. My name is Jennifer, and you are listening to Episode 9, An Entrepreneur's Spouse. Today's a fun episode because I'm joined here today with my hubby-to-be, Calvin. And Calvin, I'd uh, love it if you would share with our audience how you felt when I asked you to be on the show today. Hi there. Um, I guess I felt uh, intrigued and uh, excited. I've never done a podcast before, so I thought it'd be interesting and you know, help out the show. <laughs> well, and I'm appreciative that uh, you decided to um, that you very kindly accepted my my request. To get us warmed up for the real questions here, I'm going to just do some rapid fire questions so our audience can uh, get to know you a bit more. You all ready? Yep. What's your favorite local restaurant, either in here in Victoria or back home in Ottawa? Uh, I'd has, have to say whoever makes the best pizza. And and to be a little more specific, what, what would be your favorite pizza places? Or what would qualify as your ideal pizza? And I'm, I'm so sorry for the background noise. My cat decided uh, now is the time to be extremely hyper. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, my favorite pizza would have to be something, you know, thick crust, nice and crispy on the outside, soft and doughy on the inside, good sauce, and lots of cheese and lots of pepperoni. Oh, yeah. That sounds... <laughs> and the right amount of grease. <laughs> um, my next question would be, what is something that you failed at? And I asked this to share roadblocks. And so how did you overcome them, not necessarily as a negative thing? Um, I'm not really sure. I've failed a lot of things in life, I guess. But uh, the way I've overcome it, uh, these things is you just try and try again, never give up, and uh, you know, perseverance. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, we drove across Canada together. And during that journey, what was your favorite spot or moment? And then also, same question, but what was your least favorite? Uh, my favorite spot and moment would be uh, Winnipeg at the Slayer concert. Of course. With Land of God, Testament, <laughs> and all those other great people. And uh, my least favorite would be Saskatchewan freezing in the back of a truck. Oh, yes. And Not Saskatchewan. Uh, no, it was uh, Thunder Bay. Yeah, we uh, to to give the audience a little more um, context to the story. Basically, we had been driving for three or four days or something like that. It was our last stop before getting into Winnipeg, and uh, we basically boondocked uh, right off of a highway stop in Thunder Bay. And this was towards the end of May, so it was uh, still quite chilly out. And uh, we basically slept in the truck. And we had uh, Mikey, our turtle, but then we also had a uh, Pleco and a substantially large um, guppy, <laughs> looked more like a goldfish. And uh, unfortunately, due to the cold, we actually lost the Pleco and the guppy. Um, somehow, miraculously, Mikey survived the entire trip, but it was a close call a couple of times, I think. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was not a very nice night. And we also had, like, a nine-hour drive the next day or something ridiculous. So, and we uh, didn't really eat either. 
Um, so moving along from that uh, good old memory, um, since music is very important to both of us, who would be your favorite musician or band? Couldn't really say I have a favorite. Um, my favorite genres are punk and metal. So, um, but I guess for metal, it'd be like something like Lamb of God and punk would be Rancid. Nice. Um, so last question here. People like to assume things. What is one thing that people usually assume incorrectly about you? That I listen to crappy music and I'm going to hurt them. <laughs> people are usually pretty intimidated for no reason. <laughs> They, yeah, I, I would have to say they usually assume that you're going to hurt you or, or that, sorry, yeah, you're going to hurt them. Well, maybe not hurt them, but just cause trouble of yeah, some sort. Yeah, even though you're totally like, would not ever. <laughs> I mean, unless you absolutely had to, but yeah, and that, pretty harmless. Just some uh, quick this or that questions. I'm just going to like, just fire through this. So first thing that comes to mind, Facebook or Instagram? Uh, Instagram, because there's less BS. Fair enough. <laughs> More artistic stuff. Um, Netflix or YouTube? YouTube. Punk or metal? Mm, these days, probably more metal, but my formative years, more punk. Okay, fair enough. Um, I mean, I know the answer to this one, but pizza or hamburgers? Pizza. Yeah. Beer or Coca-Cola? Depends on the night, but usually Coke. Fair enough. Uh, tablet or phone or computer? I'd have to say tablet or phone. Okay. Um, when you're at the movies, candy or popcorn? Why would you go to the movies without popcorn? <laughs> well, I'd prefer candy. <laughs> That's because you're odd. <laughs> I just find the popcorn there too salty sometimes. So, um, Save or spend? Well, I don't know how to save, so spend. <laughs> Same here. Uh, dinner in or dinner out? Dinner out. Yeah. Horror or action movies? Horror movies. Yeah. All right. Um, so I'm excited because while I go through a crazy routine of working a part-time day job, uh, working on my business, it includes yammering about all the latest projects I'm working on, and yet somehow you've managed to keep up with it, pretty well. Um, I'd love to ask you some questions about what it's like being almost married to an entrepreneur. Uh, so let's start off with an interesting one um, because everybody's answers are going to be a little different, but what does the term entrepreneur mean to you? Uh, entrepreneur to me would be somebody that dedicates a lot of their time and money into trying to grow a business for themselves, whether you know, might be something that's totally going to fail, but they just put their whole heart and passion into it, hoping, um, trying to make things work. Yeah, I think that's a great answer. Um, and definitely the, uh, the part of uh, taking the chance and the risk. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find it hard to stay motivated or excited sometimes? Um, absolutely. Uh, especially if I've come across a roadblock in something I'm working on. Um, or if I'm working on a part of my project where it's not so exciting, <laughs> it 
anything financially based. I used to I used to not mind doing the financial aspects, but now I've found greater joys in a lot of what I'm doing, so I tend to put that stuff off to the side or I slug through it. So, um, I there's there's a lot of I almost want to say life hacks that a lot of gurus have suggested about, you know, tricks to stay motivated when you're working for yourself or trying to make a business work. Um, definitely have its ups and downs, but uh, yes, I, uh, I sometimes find it hard. Long answer, long. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know through our own conversations that you've uh, been almost practicing my elevator speech when others ask you what I do. So now it's been a couple of years, or almost a couple of years. No, we've been, yes. <laughs> um, that you've had the opportunity to kind of share to people what I do. Uh, so what, as it stands, what is your answer? When I tell people what you do, I kind of just tell them that you're on into online marketing and that you uh, have created a course with your mother to help new people in the design industry to get their foot in the door and uh, you know kind of learn the the ropes and learn what's going on in the community and uh, just how to you know kind of grow their own business and you know just just be a, a backbone for them or you know just support for them coaching coaching there you go there yeah. you go yeah <laughs> You know what, that's, because my business has changed so much over the last few years, I'd say that that's, that's a pretty good answer, because if, if you're not, like, in the realm of what I do, it's hard to know, even I sometimes I have a hard time explaining to people what I do, because, yeah, I have, a, I have an interior design business, but I don't do interior design much anymore, or rather, I don't, but collectively, we don't, um, because I've been refocusing my brand into something else. And it's something else that a lot of people don't understand. Or they think, um, they, they almost kibosh it before they even let me have a chance to talk about it. Because as you just said, a lot of people, you know, what is online marketing, right? You know, not a lot of people know about that. And there's a lot of people who are aware of, um, like online mentorship and coaching programs and courses, uh, but it's it's still not readily available to everybody, nor like you really have to kind of already be in that world to to finally, oh, oh, this is a thing. Like it took me years before I finally understood what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> right. So. You know, I, I'm not surprised that it, it's it's a bit challenging to explain that. Um, and just by chance, do you happen to remember what your answer would have been about a year ago? Something totally different. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Absolutely. Because it was totally different a yeah. year ago. Because I was not where I am today with it. Absolutely. Um how would you feel um, my entrepreneurial activities have influenced you, or have they at all? Uh, I'd say they have a little bit, but at the same time not. Like, I've always had kind of that inkling where, you know, kind of always thought about selling some of my art stuff, 
whether it be paintings or drawings or whatever I do, but you know, maybe you've opened avenues and alleyways up to me that like I didn't know about before. So if I ever did want to pursue, you know, selling um, my my works, then I'd have a better idea of where to start and mm -hmm. where to go with it. That's good. Well, that's good. What suggestions would you have for a new entrepreneur to help them start a business? Um, really get into understanding your social media presence and realizing the importance it has with uh, your brand. Um, don't buy into the false beliefs of what you think you might need to start a business. So the common oh, I have to have business cards, a logo, and then I have to have business cards. That's a really common hang-up that people have. Like, oh, I'm not an official business until I have a briefcase. You know, it's these, it's these silly notions that people have put in their heads as a traditional form of, you know, I'm not successful until kind of thing. Um, and you don't need it. You don't need it. There's so many people who start businesses and they just jump right in and and it's it's what's referred to as failing forward or failing failing fast failing forward something like that and it's basically you fail right from the get-go so you know what you need or what your priorities are um and what the audience what your target audience wants from you i don't know if you can hear that but <laughs> we're on a main street so ooh, it's a fire truck what else is new? <laughs> Sorry. Um, so I, I would say probably my biggest suggestion would to um, understand the importance of social media and how it can influence you and your brand and drop the, the false beliefs. Understand um, that you don't need to have some of these things in your life uh, and really understand your target market. Let that kind of lean into that. But anyway, I don't want to ramble too much about that. <laughs> I've got a full course about it. <laughs> so moving on a bit, what are what do you feel are the challenges um, are with being with someone who isn't always able to share the same stable routine? So um, I'll follow up with what advice would you uh, suggest to others in a similar situation that you could share to keep a healthy relationship? Uh, some of the challenges that I would say with living with somebody who doesn't have share the same routine as I do would be, you know, we don't have as much time to spend together and, uh, you know, you not having a full-time job becomes a little challenging at times when it comes to bill payments and you know, maybe wanting, <laughs> Struggle to go out is to, real. <laughs> yeah. wanting to go out to eat or something yeah. or just going to do something fun. We don't really have that option as much as we used to. Well, at the um, moment anyway. Yes. Um, my advice for somebody struggling or being in the same situation is just be patient and uh, you know, try to make time when you can to you know make sure you do something together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually I did a um, podcast episode. Uh, it would have been episode four, left arm, right arm, that uh, that actually goes into this a little bit more regarding um, balancing your work life and personal life uh, to ensure that um, you know you're not you're not sacrificing everything and there's also um, there's a few gurus that I've come across that have 
I mean, their schedules are so intense, but uh, they they block off certain time and they call that sacred time. And that is um, time that they do not otherwise compromise. Like, nope, between two and four is my time. They don't book anything in there. And uh, it can be anything from meditating to reading a book or even just, you know, if you're a parent, just showering by yourself, you know, something like that. Um, so absolutely a, a balance in the relationship would be, uh, from my perspective, something that uh, would help maintain a healthy relationship. Would you say that we have a healthy relationship? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I did not pay him to say that. <laughs> um, so do you ever feel um, overshadowed at all by my entrepreneurial dreams and goals? I know that it can be common sometimes for um, a lot of spouses to feel undermined or um you know they're oh that my spouse is succeeding and like maybe they had their own dreams blah 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 like that kind of thing how do you feel no i don't feel overshadowed why would i i want to see you succeed and be, i'd be happy if you succeed you know like i want to support you and your dreams so well thank you <laughs> seeing you succeed is a good thing for both of us and so how does that affect your own aspirations? It doesn't. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're a nine-to-five? I don't really have aspirations. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. You do. They're just not as large and <laughs> crazy as mine, I think. Okay. Okay. I just want to come home and watch TV. <laughs> eat good food yeah that's fair <laughs> i can't do that <laughs> what is the most rewarding part of building your own business and what are the hardships um most rewarding i like working for myself um i'm a uh, i like to climb the corporate ladder when i'm working with somebody and while that's not necessarily a negative thing um i find that i cannot give myself a hundred percent when i am not not enough that, and not to mistake this for like a power trip thing, but I don't like stepping on toes, and I also want to be able to understand everything involved. Um, so, like, if I'm working for another corporate company, which I do, um, I I find find it challenging when certain red tape, so to speak, um, kind of gets in the way of me being able to properly serve my customer the way that I want to. Working for myself, I avoid that. I call the shots. I, well, with my, with Catherine, my co-partner, you know, it's much easier to um, have the rapport that we want with our clients and also be able to satisfy them the way that I feel comfortable doing. Um, least favorite, um, there's definitely a lot more liability and responsibility um, and a lot more crap that you have to deal with, but I mean, that's part of the joys of owning your own business. With everything you do for your business, what's your favorite and least favorite parts of it? Um, my favorite would probably be over the last year or so, I've really been enjoying uh, funnel building. Uh, so anybody who's not familiar with what a funnel is, um, it's basically a um, handheld process of guiding your customers to purchase whatever you're trying to sell or um, perhaps it's a lead or like you're just creating a list or whatever, but I enjoy the process of 
building the funnels and all that kind of goes into it. Um, I've gotten really into graphic design and um, the social media curating and stuff like that. Of course, I do really, really enjoy the communication aspect with my my clients, my like uh, the more traditional interior design clients that we still have um, that I really enjoy communicating with them. Uh, my least favorite part would be um, probably with the interior design, the research for furniture shopping has always been a real headache because it's super time consuming. Um, and of course the finances that have become a bane of my existence as of late. Uh, but with what I'm doing right now, um, actually, yeah, probably just the finance. <laughs> it's, it's a big pain. So entrepreneurs are uh, generally fairly comfortable with living in risk. I mean, you mentioned earlier that that is in essence what we do. Um, adapting to the roller coaster of emotions and, and of course the finances go that go with it uh this kind of doubles up to one of the questions i asked earlier but how do you feel about all of that uh well i'm kind of used to living in risk <laughs> fair enough in bachelor way. life <laughs> bachelor life yeah um you, know, you still live paycheck to paycheck if you know there's time in my life where you know everything was a risk when we were living we we didn't eat for weeks on end or you know very little i mean yeah and uh well calvin was paying for um others living under the roof at the same time so kind of playing big brother for sure yeah but you know they paid what they could when they could so yeah. it's not like they weren't trying. No, no, fair enough. I'm just uh, context here. <laughs> no, yeah. never been rich. Never really wanted to be, but you know, well, you just trying to do the best you can with what you got, and so you know, I'm used to that. If you had the opportunity, would you want to uh, do business with me? And it's and not to say it has to be like what I'm doing now, but any business. And if you did, what role would you play in it? Um, not really sure. Probably want to play some kind of role behind the scenes for the most part. Um, some creative, you know, artsy type stuff. But sure. You know, that'd be in front of the camera and you know, seen and heard or just heard whatever. Getting, getting you to do this was painful enough. <laughs> yeah. But you know. If it was something I was passionate about, it'd probably be a different story. Sure. Right? This is your passion. And but we've worked together before. Not in like this type no, of No, not in this kind of capacity, no. But like in Small terms of how projects. we... Yeah. But in terms of how we um, kind of drive together on a uh, business aspect. Professional, maybe is a better word for that. More professional. Or... I don't know what about me is professional, but... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but in theory, you'd say yes as long as you had, as long as the business kind of made sense to what you wanted to do. Of course, and I don't think anybody would go into a business that they're not, you know, like yeah. why would you start a business you don't care about? No, right? no, absolutely, There's absolutely. No point. So yeah. hypothetically, let's say like you wanted to sell your artwork. Yeah. Okay. Or T-shirts or something like that. Yeah. So you would create the content as long as what's. Well, 
while using this uh, question myself as like handling all the back end stuff. Sure. You'd be okay with that, sure. <laughs> Honest answer. All right. <laughs> In the situation, if your business were to fail, would you start a new one, or would you feel defeated enough not to pursue it again? And what would you do differently, starting from scratch? Ooh. Okay. Our our business has been very close a few times to just okay. Let's just close the doors, kind of thought um or at least i've had that thought i'm not sure if cat has or not um i feel knowing what we know now it depends if if i'm still with my mom then yes i'd be willing to try it again um and we definitely go about it differently um but if i don't have my mom with me then I would use what I know now to help with my own ventures, my own personal ventures. So, um, like I can do my own marketing agency or even um, my photography business um, and use that more as a full-time thing. But um, I do like what we are trying to do. So, like the uh, the why for our us doing this is greater than my wife for anything else that I would do personally. So this has the biggest um, motivation for me to want to make sure that this succeeds. Um, if I were to, if I'm starting from scratch with my current business, um, what would I do differently? Um, I would definitely jump on the online marketing thing much, much sooner. So everything that we're trying to implement now with our course and our, our even our boot camp program, um, even our book, all this, um, we probably would have tried to have done this at least three years ago um, when things like this were starting to come about. Uh, the the thing is though is that I have that everything happens for a reason mentality where you know we were clearly not ready for anything like that at that time three or some years ago we were still working with our clients trying to build um, a portfolio and understanding um, the pain points of our clients so things like that help influence what we're trying to solve now if that makes sense so um, when we started our business, we didn't know that we were going to end up serving people who had vegan um, mentalities or looking for, you know, furniture that had certain qualifications. Like, of course, we strived for that to begin with, but we didn't even know where to look or what to what, how to source it properly. But now we have that because we have the experience. Um, so I feel like all of that has kind of helped us to be able to share that knowledge for other designers with our program. Um, well, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to join me on the podcast and um, no asking worries. me some questions too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hopefully I did okay. <laughs> you did fine, thanks. <laughs> Would you want to do this again? A podcast or? Sure. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> on a different topic maybe 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 <laughs> um 
Thank you everyone for uh, tuning in today for my guest speaker, Calvin. Where can I find you if they were interested in learning more about you? Right here. <laughs> Sitting on my couch. Instagram, dear. <laughs> what's your What's your handle? <clears throat> I am punkelvin underscore misfit. It's P-U-N-K-E-L-V-I-N underscore M-I-S-F-I-T. That's my... Go. Instagram and my Facebook is, I believe, the same thing. Yes, it is actually. Yeah. Minus the underscore, but yeah. Um, sweet. Yeah, so Kelvin's got a lot of um, really cool artwork and uh, he drives around the city for a living, so he's got lots of cool uh, landscape shots too. The views of the island and water and stuff. Absolutely. It's very lovely. Um, so thank you guys again, and uh, if uh, if you're interested in more about uh, the Karma Designers program, I encourage you to uh, take a look at uh, karmadesigners.com, and uh, where you can get our free uh, manifesto guide, which has our top ten secrets of a successful business. So to kind of um, dive a little deeper about some of the things that I kind of teased um, in today's episode. So other than that, I hope you guys have a great day and uh, we'll see you next time.